Welcome to The Fulfillment Project. I'm your host, Sarah Fennell, international fitness model and former IFBB pro figure athlete turned personal development sponge, entrepreneur, and online marketing junkie. I want to have it all in life, and I am not afraid to admit it. This show is for high-performing, high-vibing humans who are ready to take action, step through their fears, and up-level their life and business. Join me as we take one more step closer to that today. I want to deep dive on a subject today that is near and dear to my heart, something that I have put as a priority for healing in my life the last three years, and something that I see come up with a lot of the people that I work with and you know, definitely like the people that I see in the world. And that has to do with your self-image. And ultimately what your self-image is, is it's the way you think and feel about yourself. And this runs everything for your life. It determines how confident you are to show up in what you do or what you want to do in the world. It can hinder that massively. It can hinder you from stepping into that next higher version of yourself. It can stop you from creating deep and meaningful connections with people or getting into bigger circles or making new friends with people who you might look up to. And ultimately, it, it stops our life from progressing. And if I was to look back over my self-image, I would definitely say that it was massively, massively tainted for years. And you know, it, it's most definitely something that I'm still working on, but put some, stop, put some proper steps in place to be able to help myself heal this so that I could feel better about what I was doing. And most of the time, people are out there actioning or not actioning and still not feeling good about where their life is progressing. I remember, and if we think back on our lives, you know, I remember being in school, going through elementary school and getting report cards back and going to student teacher meeting or parent teacher meetings and getting those reports. And they always said, you know, Sarah's a good student, but she needs to apply herself more. She could be better. She could be doing more. And, you know, I never really liked school. I found it quite boring. I never liked assignments. Studying always felt like a chore for me. So I honestly, like, I didn't apply myself. And then, you know, being reinforced that I wasn't good enough by getting these critiques back from teachers. And then I remember getting into high school and going through a massive bullying period with girls who were a couple years older than me, telling me I wasn't good enough. I was a nobody. You know, who was I? I was threatened to have my eyebrows shaved and, and all this nasty stuff that was coming at me. And then, you know, applying to go into dental hygiene, and it was highly competitive to get into and my high school grades weren't good enough. So again, I was told I wasn't good enough, wasn't smart enough. And I had to go, you know, back to school and upgrade my marks in order to get into dental hygiene. And then after in hygiene, I found fitness and getting into the the physical aesthetic side of fitness, doing, you know, modeling for magazines and stepping on stage and doing competitions. I was fueled into a world of trying to chase this ideal perfection of a body that always had critique because at the end of the day, like perfection doesn't exist. There, there is always something that we can improve on. And spending five years in the fitness industry that was purely aesthetic base 
always, you know, knocking me down for needing to improve this or tweak that and, you know, never being big enough or lean enough or, you know, enough in general to, to the, the, to this whole world that plays on our self image. And a lot of people, you know, wouldn't know this from, you know, someone who's running a business, who puts themselves out there on video, who, you know, is making moves, you know, with what they're doing in life, having a really bad self-image or maybe low confidence. And it's really only been the last couple of years where I've felt this true healing within myself and I've been able to see myself for who I really am. And this is how we get a negative tainted self-image of ourselves is that we're not looking at who we truly are and we're only listening or watching other things outside of ourselves that are portrayed as the ideal to be. And when I started doing this healing within myself, I found a newfound confidence. I found a newfound love for myself. And I found this almost lightness within my being to truly show up as who I am. And, you know, even as the months progress now, I can feel that coming out more and more. I think a lot of us are afraid to do something wrong or not be liked for doing something or saying something or showing up a certain way. And we're always trying to take action on other people's expectations of us. And when we're always trying to take that that action from other people's expectations, we're truly not doing it for ourselves. And then we ultimately end up staying in this container of self-judgment and self-critique on ourselves because we don't know who, what the heck we want and we don't know who the heck we are, right? And, you know, myself included was always trying to search for all the external things to make myself feel better, to make my own self-image of myself uh, just feel better in general. And ultimately, that's what your self-image is. It's it's not necessarily the physical stuff. It, it's the internal stuff too. And, and all this dialogue that's going on in our brain, you know, am I smart enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I enough? Um, am I successful enough? Am I accomplished enough? Um, am I loving enough? Am I caring enough? Like, am I grateful enough? Like all these narratives that go on inside our, of our head, like every single hour, like it, it's all the time. We're constantly questioning, are we enough? And when we feel like we are not enough from ourself, just ourselves as a whole, as our self-image, we'll always end up still actioning to try to be better and better and better. Now, I'm not saying don't grow who you are. I'm not saying don't always strive to be better, but look at why you're actioning or why you're not actioning. Like there's, there's two contrasts there because... A lot of people, when you have a negative self-image of yourself, you know, you don't think you're good enough or pretty enough or smart enough or, you know, all the enoughs to to be who you want to be, sometimes it, it keeps us small. It keeps us from stepping into those higher levels of ourselves. It stops us from truly doing what we want to do in the world. And I can't tell you how many times I've worked with clients or talked with people who know what they should be doing especially from the business aspect, like knowing you should get on video, knowing you should launch a program, knowing you should ask for the sale, knowing you should market yourself differently or better or more. And you just don't because of this negative dialogue that goes on inside of our mind. 
And we get this tainted self-image of ourselves because we're listening to all the stuff that was said to us from our past. So whether that comes from bullying from your past or you know from your parents or from your siblings or anybody in your family in general, um, past friends, uh, past relationships. Past relationships are uh, like intimate relationships are a big one for this because whether it was an emotionally, verbally abusive relationship or whether it wasn't, sometimes when things end, There are things that are said in a heated emotional conversation that we just don't mean. We try to defend ourselves or the other person tries to defend themselves to have that one up on you. And it ends up, you end up hearing things about yourself that aren't necessarily true. They're just trying to defend their own self in a situation. So we're tainted by people from our past. We're tainted by influences, Look at what you see in mainstream media that is portrayed as beauty, that is portrayed as perfection, that is portrayed as the ideal body, that is portrayed as success, that is portrayed as happiness. There is a lot of influences coming our way of people showing you this is an ideal life and this is how you should show up and be a a good whole rounded person and, and what you should look like and how you should act and talk and yada, yada, yada. Social media is another form of media that does this too. I mean, I don't know about you, but I can't do like a couple scrolls on a newsfeed or swipes on a story without seeing someone who is absolutely beautiful or someone who is successful or someone who has this, you know, amazing happy life that is portrayed, and that's the key word there, it's all portrayed to us from an image or a wording perspective. And all of that stuff coming at you is truly forming that own inner critic, that own inner dialogue within yourself from what people have said to you and what you're viewing and seeing from in terms of an influence. So when, when we realize this, and this is what I want this whole conversation to be about, is that you kind of step back. So you kind of take like a step out of your bubble of life and almost have that aerial view of what is going on. Like what is true for you? Because our, our, our inner critic, which is the negative side of ourselves, which is that voice inside of your head that tells you who you are and what you can do and what you're capable of, it's all formed by people outside of yourself, And when we realize this, this is what gives us empowerment to be able to change it if you're ready for the journey. And as you go through the journey of changing your inner dialogue and your inner critic and that self-image of yourself, you end up finding out that you are not what people say to you. You are not your past. You are not what your parents expect of you or say of you. You, you know, you are not what the world portrays as perfection. You, you are just you. And that is all. You are you and you are unique and so individual and you don't need to be like anybody else. You don't need to look like anybody else. You don't need to be as smart as somebody else. You don't need to be as successful as somebody else. Because when we're always trying to chase something outside of ourselves, we never truly get to know who we are. And everybody is different. Everybody. And that's you know what makes the beauty of the world is all our individual characteristics and how we show up as our own unique self. But when we don't heal this self-image of ourselves and this, this tainted view that 
is created over time, you know, and, and I'm not pointing out anything, you know, I'm going through this too. You know, we all go through this until you almost take that pause in your life to realize, wait a minute, who am I really? And, and have that deep dive look into yourself because your self-image is defined by you and only you. And from a, uh, like a logical perspective, if we want to talk about, you know, like science and the way that the mind actually works, we have two parts to our mind. We have the conscious mind and we have the subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind runs on autopilot in the background. It's one of those things that we really can't control. And this is where all your beliefs about yourself come into play. And that's what your self-image is. It's a belief about yourself. And the, the cool thing about this is that our beliefs are only determined by us. Our mind can either choose to accept a thought or it can choose to reject a thought. So, you know, if I said to you right now, I love your purple tie-dyed hair, you would probably look at me and you would laugh and you'd be like, okay, whatever, because you most likely don't have purple tie-dyed hair. If you do, I'm sorry, you're excluded from this. Let's talk about your red tie-dyed hair. So, you know, because you know that you don't have purple tie-dyed hair, you can't take my comment as valid. So when we choose to agree that we're not smart enough, pretty enough, you know, successful enough, and and that's the view of ourselves, you have chosen to accept that over time. So what we have to do now is reprogram the mind to accept different thoughts about yourself, have repeated different conversations to yourself about who you really are as a person at your core. And then after this repetitive, you know, self-talk to yourself and this changing your internal dialogue, you begin to have this newfound look on yourself. And you start to realize the facade and the veil and the tainted image that was around you. And ultimately, like that's the cool part is because we can get empowered by this. We can get excited about this because we can change how we view ourselves. And if you don't do this, no one else is going to do this for you. And this is what truly creates like deep, meaningful, like happiness and fulfillment in your life. And I know so many people and myself included was in this category for so long of trying to seek validation externally, trying to seek happiness and fulfillment externally, you know, make more money, grow a bigger business, have a better car, buy the fancy purses, um, buy better outfits, make my body look better, dye my hair more, try this different style, you know, get a better relationship, all these external things. We can try to band-aid from our unhappiness and unfulfillment, but after a while, if you're conscious enough and if you're open to that internal journey of truly learning about who you are and what truly makes you happy and fulfilled, you start to realize that you should be completely 100% happy without any of that stuff. And when we don't have anything external that creates our happiness, then that means internally we need to turn within ourselves to realize that I myself make myself happy as just who I am. And that's the freedom. And that's the gift to personal and spiritual development is truly realizing who you are. 
as your own unique individual person in this world doing crazy, amazing, beautiful things with your gifts. So how do we go about changing this? Well, we need to change the internal dialogue. Like that's what this all comes down to. And the first step is kind of taking that step back. So step out of your own reality almost or your bubble of life and even like write down, like a great exercise is write down, what do I think of myself? And just, you know, pen to paper, don't think about it. See whatever just like flows out of your mind. And sometimes this exercise can go both ways. Sometimes it's completely negative and we realize that, wait, that's not necessarily true. We're running on other people's dialogues of ourselves and media influences. Or we have this amazing, you know, opening experience of realizing like, hey, I really do like myself. I'm just paying attention to too many things externally and not listening to myself properly. So doing an exercise of jotting down what you think of yourself from like all aspects, like everything, physical, internal, how you act, how you think, like everything, write that down. The second thing that we need to do is stop comparing Like what I said, you are a unique individual. You are nobody else. You have no reason to compare yourself to anybody. We are all on our own unique paths and journeys and doing different things in the world. And even if you want to do something like someone else, you know, we all have role models and people that we look up to or you aspire to be like. And we can be like someone else, or we can have a same business model as someone else, or do something like someone else, but it will never be exact because you will have your own creative and unique spin on everything. So we need to stop comparing and start turning internally as to what we really want and how we really want to show up and how we really want to be in this world. And then the third thing that we can do is watch our influence. And this is huge. This is something that I do all the time. Whenever I feel myself getting into that negative headspace or like my confidence goes down or I'm just like not really feeling like myself or on my game or inspired or creative or, you know, just feeling almost apathy in life or lacking that confidence. And trust me, like I still have that. Sometimes I lack confidence to show up here and talk to you. Sometimes I lack confidence for doing a video when I've been doing them for 10 years. Like we all go through these phases, but I have to step back and think, what have I been looking at and what have I been influenced by? And this comes down to like media and social media. What are you watching? What are you intaking? Because whatever you're intaking and being influenced by, If you are also comparing yourself to, you end up with like a double whammy for ruining your self-image. So look at what that influence is. And and I first noticed this when I was stepping away from the fitness competing world. I didn't want to compete anymore. It just didn't align with my values in life and how I wanted to treat my body anymore. And I had still kept following and looking up to those same people that I did for five, six, seven years, the same following on social media, subscribed to all the same newsletters, you know, listening to podcasts, watching videos and all that awesome stuff that we take in of people. I had to stop that. And that took me about a year to realize. So I stopped competing in 2014, realized early 2015 that I didn't want to compete anymore. And then it really wasn't until like mid to end of 2015 where I kept feeling like there was like FOMO. 
Like it was like fear of missing out. Like I should compete. I should look like this. Uh, I don't have abs anymore. I'm not ripped anymore. So I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. And I realized like I didn't really want that world. But if I was still intaking all that content, that is my influence that I'm intaking every single day. So you can see the the contrast of what you might want versus the information and influence that you're taking in. So I did like a massive detox and stopped following and listening and watching, you know, all those people who I did look up to for so long that I went to for information and I changed the information and influence that I was taking in, which ultimately helped me change my internal dialogue about myself and what I was doing. So getting around, you know, conversations and people or videos or, you know, just content that inspires you to be that better version of yourself and that aligned person that you want to be. And a lot of us are really unconscious and don't realize that because, you know, and this is the the brainwashing of social media and how much content and, and information we're exposed to all the time. We have to be careful at how that is making us feel. And, you know, I started working with a client about a month ago and she'd been wanting to get on YouTube and she has studied YouTube for two years, knows it inside and out. She has made numerous YouTube videos and I even saw some of them and they were beautiful and perfect. And I was like, wow, like this is good. But she was so scared to put that up there. She was so scared to start and her content did not look like a beginner level at all. And so I asked her, you know, like, who do you look up to and, and who do you model after for making these gorgeous YouTube videos? And so she was rattling off some people and she was going on and on and on about them. And one of the first things I had her do, and I was like, stop looking at their content because she was being influenced and comparing herself to people who had been putting out YouTube videos for like 10 plus years. So you know, she had this negative self-image of herself and where she was at and what she was capable of versus someone who was doing it for 10 years. So when we are being influenced and taking in people's content, we need to be careful of, okay, what level are you at and how are you intaking that? So are you comparing too much or is it giving you a negative view and it's not an alignment for how you want to think about yourself? You know, this is one of the massive keys for developing and growing yourself is being aware at how you are being influenced. And when you don't step back and recognize this, it's very, very hard to move forward when the same data is constantly coming at you again and again and again. So I hope this has helped because I know a lot of us deal with that negative self-image. And when we realize that it's not necessarily created by us, but it's created by all the external things that we are intaking and we are accepting as truth. Whether it's coming from someone else, whether it's coming from an influence or whether it's coming from you comparing, you're accepting that to be true. And when we want to change the self-image to be a positive one, because we want confidence to show up, you know, you, you want to do bigger and better things in your life. You know, you want to create and engage with, with new people. And ultimately you want to step into that higher level version of yourself. We need to change the dialogue and we need to change that perspective of who you are and you are you and no one else. And you are fabulous and perfect just the way you are. Will you grow? Yes. Will you evolve? Yes. But where you currently are at is where exactly where you should be. 
But learning to properly grow and evolve, evolve yourself is that key step. So do some of these exercises that I was discussing here and, and step back and have that honest, real look at what is that dialogue coming in and, and who is it coming from? Yourself comparing or from other people from your past who do not know who you are now. You know, like you are not your past, you are only your present right here. And you are not your future yet because it only depends on what you are doing in your present to determine your future. So when we realize this beautiful, you know, self-image of ourselves and that we are perfectly whole, we are not flawed, and we are worthy just as we are, it allows us to start taking those steps forward to become that awesome version that you are going to grow into. Because as humans, we're meant to evolve and we're meant to grow. But so many of you stay stuck. You stay stuck because you're looking at the past and you're listening to a dialogue that is not true. So happy healing, my friend. Happy evolving. And take that honest, real conscious look at yourself as to what you're intaking and that internal dialogue and start start the healing work. This doesn't happen overnight. Like I said, I've been, it's been a good like three year journey. And, you know, I wouldn't say it's every day, but it's definitely more plentiful than it is not of me waking up every day and loving who I am in this moment. I am not perfect. I have so much more growth and evolution to do, but I'm committed to that journey. But I am completely happy and satisfied and fulfilled with who I am as a person right now in this moment. And all I can hope for is that you can get to that place as well by doing the internal work. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Honestly, shows and podcasts like this are not possible without you. So I have so much gratitude for my listeners. You freaking rock. If you want to find me over on Instagram, I am sarah.fennel. Tag me in a post. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Hit me up with a DM. I will always write you back. Shows like this are not possible without ratings and reviews. So if you feel so moved, please write me an honest comment, an honest review, and let us know what you think of the show. 